0: Hi all, and welcome along to another episode. Um, I have to say that not much has been happening in my photography world over the last few weeks, um, mainly because work has got really busy. Um, I work for a small print shop, and as you can guess, over the last few weeks and the coming weeks, we are producing calendars and Christmas cards. So that means. I don't have much time to actually go out and shoot at the weekends because I'm working late most weekdays. I just don't have the well energy and inclination at the moment. Although I guess like most, when there's some downtime, one of the things is to look at gear. <coughs> and the gear I've been looking at recently is um, printers. I've got an old Epson sort of all-in-one unit, which I don't really tend to print on that much. Um, it's really mainly there for the kids to do their school homework printing with but I've been looking into the HP printers where you pay um, so much each month and it allows you so much printing and then you get the free inks and whatnot. I think uh, Mike Gutterman mentioned that this is the scheme that he uses for when he does his prints and of course once you start looking at stuff like this you you kind of can fall down the rabbit hole and end up finding other things to use as printers as well, and over the last few days, I've had some weird ones come up. Um, there's a company called Tomy which is um, they make toys, and they've recently brought out. It's basically a Instax mini printer that can print to you or from your phone. Um, it's called the ClickPick, and it's manual it's quite a weird little thing it's um basically it's got an instax cartridge base at the bottom with a lens and two flaps open up which then allow you to sit your phone on top and then take a picture of a picture from your phone i had a look at a few youtube videos of it and to be honest it looks quite poor the quality doesn't seem to be so good and also a lot of people are saying that no matter what you do the images always seem to be coming out dark not that that'd be something that i'd um, be looking to buy because it's quite limiting it only actually prints to instax mini but i also did notice that holger have got something very similar on a kickstarter and using the same sort of technology and this is all manual so it's actually hand cranked so you once you've taken the picture you wind a little knob which then actually forces the film out and i do wonder whether because it's you're not giving it a completely uh, even turn all the time whether how well the actual inks from the pod at the bottom of a instack mini will actually spread into the emulsion of the film i've also seen a couple of other printers that look quite interesting the first one is one by canon called a canon selfie and they seem to do um, a few different models of this and basically that will print a 6x4 print using, um, it's a weird technology it seems to have some sort of, um, it's not actual ink it's like a, a roll that's got um, the three primary colours of blue, red and yellow it makes up the print by using them three colours and like I say it gives you a 6x4 print and the actual print head or unit thing actually comes with a set amount of print so you can buy like 36 prints and it will print 36 prints Uh, or you can buy I think they do a pack of 108 and it will print 108 actual images which looks quite good if you're into printing 6x4s I think the price is of it roughly works out to somewhere around about 30p a print um, which is probably more than it would be sending it away to somewhere like photobox or um, one of the other online places but you'd have your prints straight away and not have to wait a week or so for them to come back from a printers. The other one that's um, caught my eye as well is the Fuji instant square which seems to be fairly new it came out around about the same time i think when Fuji released their square Instack cameras and basically it will print a square print from um, your phone it connects up via Wi-Fi and um, an app which you can download to either iOS or Android and the actual app um, is quite good it has quite a lot of different um, settings on it and you can actually select pictures from either the gallery that's on your phone from your Instagram account your Facebook account and Google pictures as well and I think you can also select from Flickr so it gives you quite a big choice of where you can print your images from plus it also once you've actually decided on what picture you want to use you can then edit the picture within the app you can move the picture around within the frame and you can zoom it rotate it. You can also add filters to it the filters are quite limiting actually you've only really got an intelligence filter which tends to seem to boost um, colours a black and white filter which will obviously change your image to a black and white and a sepia one you can also go in and customise brightness contrast and saturation if you wanted to but the templates within it as well give you the chance to actually do collages so you could actually print more than one picture onto the image I think you can do up to something like nine Um, I would imagine they're quite small nine pictures because the actual uh, Fuji squares are not as big as uh, a Polaroid but one thing that does interest me with it is that you can actually split an image over two pictures and you can either do it landscape or portrait and you can actually move the picture around so if you were doing some sort of landscape type picture and you wanted to split it over the two it looks like it might be an actual interesting um, idea both the Canon selfie and the Fuji Instax share print are, are over a hundred pound, and with the Instax one being closer to, I think it's around about 160 to 170, depending on where you look. There's also the cost of the um, film for the Instax, which I think are roughly about 17 pound or so for a pack of 20, which works out roughly at about 85p per print. So that's quite expensive. I mean, some people might say that you know it, it's a bit of a cheat, really, using a digital camera and then printing them out to analog. But I kind of I, I do like the look of Polaroid and Instax. I mean, I have got an Instax um, Wide 300, which I use occasionally, um, mainly with the kids, um, parties and stuff like that. Not really for serious stuff. I tend to stick with my either my Sony RX100 for that or one of my film cameras depending on what I'm in the mood for shooting at that particular time like I say I do have a soft spot for the Instax stroke Polaroid type picture and I I'm thinking about maybe purchasing the Instax square printer but like I say the cost of it is quite expensive so I'm still sitting on the fence with it at the moment Canon Selfie one is quite good and obviously like I say it prints 6x4s but it just doesn't seem to have the same appeal as an instant film type print so anyway watch this space if I do get either I will probably do a review of one or the other of them right I'm going to take a little break there and then I'm going to come back and talk about a really boring subject but one that needs to be talked about Now onto to a boring subject, um, as a hybrid shooter, so I shoot film and digital, I need ways to look after my uh, images, now obviously with negatives I store them in sleeves and in binders so that's not too much of a problem but obviously when I scan my negatives they get scanned to my hard drive on my computer and my digital files also end up on my hard drive on my computer so if I have a hard drive failure I'm in trouble but obviously I do back up so I've got two hard drives indoors which I back up all my digital um, stuff to but that doesn't mean that I'm safe there either because if anything was to happen, some sort of disaster, at home, a fire, whatever I could end up losing both them hard drives as well. So I need to have it backed up in the cloud in some shape or form. Now up until recently I was using my Flickr account to back up to the cloud because a few years ago Flickr decided that they were going to give everyone one terabyte of hard drive space on their servers and well it was free and it seemed to make sense to use that as a way of backing up all digital files be them film or um, digital images but in the last few months Flickr have been taken over by SmugMug and SmugMug have finally decided what they're actually going to do with Flickr and they've now decided that they're going to go back to what used to be like a pro account So if you have a free account with them coming from, I think, sometime in January, beginning of January, you will only be able to actually have a 1,000 images up on the Flickr site. And the only way that you could continue to have unlimited storage is to pay a subscription, which I used to pay back in the day for Flickr when I first joined it. And for the first few years that I was actually using it, I always paid the subscription, just because, well, you could only have so many images up then, back then as well. Um, I did look to see about taking my images down from Flickr, but looking at it, I've got over 6,000 images up there at present. To be honest, I did try using their um, download system, which basically all take so many of your pictures at a time, zip them into a file and then give you a download link but <clears throat> the download links were taking maybe 4 to 6 hours to actually come through and with and that was for only for like maybe 20 pictures in a album so obviously to download 6,000 pictures is going to take a way long time and I just haven't got it's such a boring thing to be doing uh, like I say it's a boring subject and it's a boring thing to have to take down pictures from a site so I've decided that I am going to stick with Flickr at least for the next year now I know that SmugMunk have virtually doubled the price of the um, Pro account I think it's gone from around about 20 odd 25, 26 dollars to nearly well almost 50 I think it's forty-nine, ninety-nine dollars so in the UK that equates to about 37 pounds or so depending on what the current rate is at the moment. But like I say, I think I'm gonna stick with Flickr f- at least for the next year anyway. Um, I haven't paid my subscription yet, but I will be in the next few weeks just so that I know that my pictures are going to be safe up there. But if I do lose any sort of hard drive either com- on my main computer or my two backup drives then at least I know the images will still be there somewhere. Um, this is the one biggest problem with having digital files you need to store them somewhere and somewhere safe and we all know that hard drives will fail eventually Um, it's just a matter of when not if so yeah so if you do have digital files make sure they're backed up somewhere because there's nothing worse than losing all your files like I said at the beginning, there's not much happening in my photography world at the moment, so this is only just a short and uh, sharp one, just to keep things ticking over. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have anything to say about anything that I've discussed, you can always drop me a line through the uh, Anchor app voice mail thing, or through email at onthestreets at talktalk.net, or even contact me via direct message on on the streets podcast at instagram so thanks for listening and bye for now